This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'm David Fair with this week's edition of Issues of the Environment. When Ann Arbor City Council next meet, it is expected to pass an ordinance that will require home sellers to acquire an energy score report from a qualified assessor before listing the property. The 820 Carbon Neutrality Task Force headed up the drafting of the ordinance as the city continues its march towards achieving carbon neutrality by the year 2030. Now, the task force worked on the ordinance with the city attorney's office, the Energy Commission, and other stakeholders, and that includes the organization headed by our guest today. Tom Rankert is chief executive officer of the Ann Arbor Area Board of Realtors, and while the organization fully supports the A20 carbon neutrality goals, feels this ordinance shouldn't be a part of the plan. Tom, thank you so much for making time today. You're welcome, David. I presented the ordinance in its most basic form. It has a lot of moving parts that we need to explore. So let's start with the concept. Uh, the A20 staff makes the argument 30% of home heating and cooling energy is wasted, and that increases utility bills. It says the ordinance is to address the fact there is no transparent or uniform standard for a home buyer to determine what the energy efficiency of a home will be. You're on board with that part, right? Oh, certainly. On the matter of cost, then, the ordinance calls for the city of Ann Arbor to use money from the voter-approved climate action millage to render the process free to homeowners. But what is your understanding of what the responsibilities become when an efficiency assessment comes back below standard? Well, there's nothing in the ordinance that requires the seller or the buyer to do anything uh, with the report itself. It's simply a report that's given to them. At time of, of listing, the seller then is required to, to give it to the buyer and include it in some kind of form of advertisement. So does it then become a subject of potential negotiation between seller and buyer? Well, it's an obvious concern that if a house has a low score, it's going to certainly be brought to the, the buyer's attention. I mean, we know from other markets that Portland, for example, uh, the average score in Portland is a 4.5 on a 1 to 10 scale, and the largest group of homes in Portland in their initial 30-month study, uh, 16% were a one. So obviously, many of the properties uh, in our service area in the city of Ann Arbor, uh, they're, they're an older piece of property. We have an older housing stock. They're going to score low. So certainly there's a concern that buyers will look at the score and that they'll know that they'll need to make uh, serious investments in order to improve that. And those serious investments likely won't dramatically decrease the amount of dollars that someone will actually spend monthly. A buyer can very quickly get a pretty good feel for what it costs to heat and cool that property by calling DTE. They can see the last months and years of what it actually costs to heat and cool that house. And yes, people, different people cool differently, but generally that average is going to be there. They're going to have a pretty good feel for what it costs to heat and cool and run that property so are you concerned that it's going to drive uh, the sale price of homes down? Well, let's face it, if it has a lower score and I'm comparing a property uh, in the city that likely is older to a property outside of the city in the townships that likely is newer, there's a concern there. Uh, properties in the city are at an all-time high. I mean, year-to-date average sales price for a home that's in the Ann Arbor School District, predominantly the city of Ann Arbor, uh, is currently at $630,000, more than $30,000 up than it was a year ago. So prices are already rising uh, across the country, but very specifically, you know, within the city of Ann Arbor itself. And, you know, that, that's certainly one of those considerations that they may choose to be elsewhere. 
We're talking with the CEO of the Ann Arbor Area Board of Realtors on WEMU's Issues of the Environment. Tom Rankard and his associates are opposed to a city ordinance that would require home sellers acquire an energy score report from a qualified assessor before listing their property for sale. Now, the city does plan to have a full-time energy assessor on staff and will identify others in the private sector that can meet ordinance guideline, and it says there will be a maximum wait time of five days. Now, certainly on paper, that seems feasible from your business perspective. Is that cause for concern in what is already a laborious process in buying a house? Yes, certainly. It's a very hectic time at that time of trying to list your house for sale. And I think one of the concerns with the ordinance itself is that it doesn't assure that the city will always compensate uh, and pay for uh, this audit. That at any point, the city, when those climate action dollars run out, the city could simply move the cost to the seller. So yes, initially, uh, for at least this first year or two, whatever that period of time would be, the city does have it in the city budget. But if that, if the city were to choose to make a cut, uh, this is easily, you know, a two to three hundred thousand dollar annual spend by the city. That's a pretty sizable amount of dollars that eventually could be back on the seller's hands. Referring back to that study in Portland that you uh, mentioned earlier, it showed that the average cost for the process was $125 per home and that there was quick turnaround by assessors. That's not all that expensive. So are those concerns perhaps more dramatic now than they might be five years down the line? Keep in mind that Portland is a much larger city. They roughly do uh, seven to 8,000 sales a year in the city of Ann Arbor, most recently 1,300 probably up to a peak of maybe 1500 in really good times. So that 125 you know, is, is a competitive environment with a lot more inventory. You know, I would be surprised if it's only $125. I'm very curious. We already need home inspectors trying to get a lender on board if we're trying to buy a house. Uh, do you think it would be an obstacle to kind of roll the energy assessment into an existing home inspection process? Well, well certainly that makes some sense, but... I think we need to kind of keep in mind is that uh, the Portland study basically stated that buyers do nothing with the report. Uh, and that's probably the greatest heartache. And some of the earliest research on this topic really has said that these types of audits really don't get used. Uh, here's, a, here's a quote from the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory from their study entitled Behavioral Perspectives on Home Energy Audits. Despite success stories, the results of home energy audit programs overall have often considered to be disappointing. Relatively few households undertake audits, and when they do, upgrade recommendations are often not acted upon. And although there is clearly remaining technical potential, little has been proven about the overall energy savings that result from audits and resulting upgrades, nor to the extent which actual social potential can reach technical potential. In other words, not only do we know from the Portland study that buyers aren't going to spend the dollars to do something, that they don't want to go further in debt. And socially, it's not something that this study says that, that our behavior acts on. We simply are asking the city to really look at who would like to do this, who wants to do this. I mean, here's a great example. There are thousands of building permits pulled annually by Ann Arbor City homeowners. These are people that are making improvements to their homes. This is an ideal time. There's already an inspector there. Would that not be an ideal time to offer a home energy audit to someone that's already 
uh, interested in improving their property, making a change to their property, and obviously has the financial ability uh, to, to do something at that point versus providing this to buyers who have just moved into our town and putting the onus on sellers who are potentially most likely leaving our town to get this done. Obviously, you've put a great deal of thought into this, and you have thought of alternatives. And yet, uh, as we move forward, it seems likely that not only is this ordinance going to pass and become regulation, it is expected to pass City Council unanimously the next time it meets. So have you come to a place of acceptance, or is the fight going to continue? Oh, we'll, we'll continue to voice our concerns. Uh, this is really just aimed at the wrong group of people forcing it upon sellers to do it and giving it to buyers who will you know, do nothing with it just simply seems like a real waste of city funds. Certainly the city will get great information out of this. And, I mean, you can, I mean, there's some real tremendous value on that. But why target it at someone that doesn't need it and give it to someone that won't use it? Mighty come to pass that five or ten years down the line, it's just part of the accepted process and the concerns that we've covered today just fade away. Oh, um, you know, in other markets, let's face it, we know that it's just uh, happening. And certainly, you know, this is another reason why someone would want to use a realtor, because a realtor uh, can help them move through uh, the transaction. There's no getting around it. I'm concerned for uh, those that are trying to go out and on their own, that many won't know that they have to do this. And, you know, they'll run into a situation in the end where they're looking at a fine when they don't use a realtor to help them through this very complicated sales process. So with that in mind, and understanding that this is likely going to become a policy in the near future and then goes into effect 180 days after passage and the fine you refer to, the $500 fine, that would go into effect 180 days after that, what would you like potential sellers and buyers to think about and ask as we move into this new process? Well, we always want buyers and sellers to know that realtors are always out there looking to protect their home ownership rights. We are one of those few organizations that truly have a concern for the rights of the seller, and you know, moving forward, uh, certainly if this ordinance goes into play, uh, we're going to do our best to help our customers ultimately fulfill the requirements of this uh, city's ordinance and uh, help them truly you know, understand uh, the benefits that could potentially be there uh, if there are any. Hey, Tom, I've appreciated your uh, perspective today. Thank you for sharing your time. You're welcome. Have a great day. That is Tom Rankert. He is Chief Executive Officer of the NRA Area Board of Realtors, our guest on issues of the environment. For more information on the ordinance that is expected to win you approval at the next Ann Arbor City Council meeting and for more on the Board of Realtors position, visit our website at wemu.org. Issues of the Environment is produced in partnership with the Office of the Washtenaw County Water Resource Commissioner, and you hear it every Wednesday. I'm David Fair. This is your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU-FM, Ypsilanti.